0: In this bulletin, an inquiry into Australia's handling of the COVID-19 pandemic announced a delegation of Australian politicians lobby for Julian Assange's release in the US. And in tennis, Australia's chances come to an end in the first women's competition in China since before the pandemic. With all the latest headlines from the SBS newsroom, I'm Katrina Stewart. Prime Minister Anthony Albanese has announced an inquiry into Australia's handling of the COVID-19 pandemic. It will investigate ways of providing broader health supports for people impacted by COVID-19 and lockdowns, international policies to support Australians at home and abroad, and support for industry and businesses. It won't examine actions taken unilaterally by state governments. The Special Commission of Inquiry will be formed of three members, an economist, an epidemiologist, and a public administration expert. Mr Albanese says it's important to be more prepared for next time. But we need to examine what went right, uh, what could be done better with a focus on the future. Because the health experts and the science tells us that this pandemic Uh, may well be, indeed, is not likely to be the last one that occurs. So that's why better preparedness is very important. So the inquiry uh, that we're announcing today uh, will look at as well the more than 20 inquiries that have already happened. The inquiry is expected to report back to government after a year. Federal MPs from across the Australian political spectrum have united to call on the US government to end its ongoing pursuit of WikiLeaks founder Julian Assange. Nationals MP Barnaby Joyce, Labor MP Tony Zapier, Teal Independent Monique Ryan, Liberal Senator Alex Antic and two Green Senators Peter Wish Wilson and David Shoebridge are in Washington DC to lobby the government to abandon its extradition proceedings against Assange the WikiLeaks founder is facing historic allegations of espionage. The delegation has scored a number of meetings with Mr Joyce assuring the trip is going well. Obviously, justice comes from from a fair oversight, a fair oversight of the facts, and Australians believe in a fair go. And you know, we want to make sure that people clearly understand we did not come here to pick a fight. We came here to present a case and to lobby for an outcome. Australia has become one of the first in the world to sign a landmark treaty to protect vast swaths of the ocean, which no country officially owns. Foreign Minister Penny Wong made the announcement at the United Nations General Assembly in New York early this morning. The legally binding agreement puts in place protections for large parts of the ocean that lie more than 200 nautical miles offshore. Only 1.2% of these waters, called the High Seas, are protected. Minister Wong says the treaty is a step in the right direction. I've had the honour of signing the High Seas Biodiversity Treaty to protect the world's oceans and we've worked alongside Pacific partners to make this treaty a reality. It's about safeguarding the Blue Pacific the ocean we share for future generations we're very proud uh, to be a founding signatory along with our pacific partners uh, to this for this treaty it shows that the multilateral system is still delivering uh, notwithstanding uh, some of the challenges and for the first time australia's high commission in the united kingdom has hosted an aboriginal and torres strait islander fashion show The event held during London Fashion Week gave an opportunity for six First Nations designers to show off their labels to industry chiefs and influencers. Designer of Kamara Swim, Naomi Collings, says it's a breakthrough moment. To be honest it's quite unbelievable that I'm here, that the brand is here. Um, What started as a little brand um, out of Townsville and North Queensland is now being showcased commercial ready on an international stage. And in tennis, Daria Seville has recovered from a tough first against Magda Lynette to push the top seed hard, but her run in the Guangzhou Open has ended at the last 16. Seville lost, ending Australian interest in the WTA Tour's first competition in China since before the COVID-19 pandemic. Lynette will meet fifth-seeded Rebecca Masarova in the quarterfinals. And that's all the latest headlines from the SBS newsroom. I'm Katrina Stewart.